0: This is John Zaninovich. Welcome to Move My Mass. You'll be hearing from great guests talk about balancing life and being fit. Hey, uh, Tyson, welcome to Move My Mass. Been looking forward to having you on here. And uh, first Zoom uh, podcast for me with you. And uh, that's because you're in Costa Rica. So <laughs> this is pretty awesome to be talking to somebody down there. Love that country, love what you're doing. So why don't we get started and, you know, tell us about Fit for Life and what you're doing in the fitness industry and how you got there. Yeah,
1: man. Well, cool. First off, thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, you're um, welcome. I know I've, we've talked about this for a little while, and we actually knew each other in Produce, right? Right. It, was, uh, it seems a while ago, but yeah, great. Um, so, anyways, right now I've come from Santa Teresa, Costa Rica, which has uh, become a place that's pretty dear to my heart now. But it wasn't always this way. So, you know, I'm originally from really California, and i I spent 17 years in agriculture. And God. so, you know, I started out with HMC and then uh, moved on to a company named Sunfresh. And so, but, but, you know, I want to fast forward in the story to about 2014 because, you know, th- this podcast is definitely center, centered around, you know, getting motivated to do something and do something sustainable, right? Through, right? through health eating and fitness and, and finding your flow. And so, you know, back in 2014, I was, you know, I was obs- I, I had gotten obsessed with trying to get rid of my, my belly and my love handles. It was like, you know, that was one thing that was really bugging me. And at the time, I was about one year into CrossFit and just kind of navigating and understanding. And, and so, anyways, you know, but in 2014, I had been in there a year and I go, okay, this, this is it, man. Like. I've been busting my ass. You know. Now I'm going to go... I'm going to work out five and six days a week because I need, I need to look like a Greek god. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what got into me. you know. But anyways, I had this picture in my mind of me having abs. Uh-huh. And so that just drove me. That's what really fucking lit, lit my fire. And so I went on this journey. And it was literally from the get-go in 2014. It was like, okay. So I did the only thing I knew how to do. And that was I started eating ground turkey, brown rice, and broccoli, and yep. literally I standard
0: protocol, right?
1: Oh yeah, it was yeah. like hey, chicken and rice—that old bodybuilder diet. Totally. Oh man, and so, anyways, I started doing that um, multiple times a day. You know, having this egg white mixture for breakfast, which sucked, and then you know, having some type of dinner. But anyways, you know, I was doing that. I did that for a year, John, mm. a freaking year. And you know what? Shit didn't change at all. <laughs> fact, I, I gained I gained a little bit of weight. You know, I gained some muscle mass, but dude, yeah. my belly, my love handles, they were as big as ever. And I have yeah. a picture, you know, now it's one year in. I have a picture of me in 2015. And I mean, it's not like I was, you know, obese or anything, right? right. But it was just like it was something that bothered me because I wasn't comfortable in my own skin. And that's something that's really important because no matter if somebody has, you know, five pounds to go, 10 or 100, whatever it is. We just want to be comfortable in our own skin, mm-hmm. right? We want to be confident that because it feels good. And so, anyways, I have a picture of me back then versus when I finally figured it out. John, it would take me four years to figure it out, and right. we'll get into a little bit of that. Yeah, but let's, yeah, yeah, so, stay with,
0: the, yeah, stay with the journey. How you ended okay. up to this cool. point? Cool,
1: cool. And so now we're in 2015, and something else starts to happen, and it's like you know, I'm at work, I'm a fruit buyer. I'm loving my fucking job, right? I mean, I'm 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 buying peaches, plums, nectarines, oranges, and we're exporting them into Latin America, and I mean, it's been great. I've been a good five year run of that at this point, but then I started to get a little bored, and I'm like, well, okay, I don't know what this is, and you know, the company I was working for at the time, I I still love them dearly, and I started asking, hey, you know, is there something I can do to switch up? Can I move offices? Can I move to your office in Spain? Can I, you know, I, I want to change something up. So they opened up a door and opportunity for me because I just wasn't feeling right. right? Yeah. And so anyways, um, so then I went over to the sales site. And, you know, in that, it, we were importing uh, grapes from Chile, from Mexico, from Peru. So I was still able to travel and, you know, do all those things and go see growers, which, you know, when I would do that, the the most, like... The thing I cherish the most is the connection, right? Is going yeah. down and between the growers, having them, you know, talk to me about the harvest and what's going on. But then it was deeper. It was getting into, you know, talking about life, talking about what they love, talking about what they wanted to do. Because, you know, I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's like, man, in produce, we were always, you know, so buried in the season. We were always living for the moment when we didn't have to be in the grind, right? Like, yeah. oh fuck. I can't wait until the season's over and we can go vacation and da da da. You know that grind, right? And and so, but there was just something inside of me. I was like, man, this just doesn't align much anymore. But anyways, I would, you know, um, you know, 2016 had come and then 2017, and still, I here I am. I'm in on this journey of fitness, trying to figure out things. Low carb. I'm doing low carb. I'm doing you know no sugar. I'm doing no alcohol. And at this point. You know what happens is when when you get so strict on the weekdays, well then you go crazy on the weekends because, because you don't a have full, any.
0: Balance. Yeah, full crater. Just yeah, man. totally. Yeah, cave in. <laughs> I know that feeling I, sometimes.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I would blow it up because I didn't have balance. I didn't have balance in my eating because I was so restricted during the week. And so, so anyways, you know, 2017, I still haven't really figured this out yet. I'm googling, you know, trying to figure out about my diet. I'm asking people. I'm trying. Whatever I can. Okay. And so 2018 was a very pivotal year for me. It was the year, mm-hmm. although I didn't know it at the time. And so it was, you know, um, I'd been with a company eight years and, and I was like, okay, I got I to gotta move on. So I, I, I changed jobs and I changed cities. Um, I was still in the same position as far as, you know, sales, fruit sales, right? We're yeah. importing food yeah. from Peru, from Chile. Um, and so I get this new job. John, about three or four months in, emptiness was still there. It it was still there. It just, you know, it wouldn't go away. And I go, okay, something's going on. And so right about that time, you know, I just started this new job. I actually enroll myself as a student into this weight loss program. And, um, you know, I, I just, I don't even really know why, but I just got into it. Okay. So this, this program had like this influencer who was bringing us all in there. But yet, it had sub coaches. So I made friends with the sub coach like right away. We we just hit it
0: off, right? We became buds. So to and back up go- just one second, was yeah? the emptiness both physical and and professional? Like, okay, I, I want to do more in fitness, and I also need something else professionally. Was it a combination of the two, or which what was it mostly?
1: Yeah, good question. So it, it was it was both. But first and foremost, the, the one that was most apparent was that I wasn't... I was unfulfilled. I was completely unfulfilled in my job. Okay. At this point, I didn't love it anymore. Right. It was gone. And I was just forcing myself to get to work every day. Gotcha. And you know, I just get there. I got to put in my calls. You know how that goes? Yeah, you go through the go routine. Drink, go through the routine, drinking coffee. And, and by the way, it's like... You know, I, I know a lot of your audience is going to resonate, but you know how it is in the morning when you're in the, you know, you're in the, I don't know, the pocket, you know, for mm-hmm. a couple hours and you're just selling. It's just like you get triggered as fuck sometimes, right? Oh my God. Oh, there's a rejection. Oh, there's this. Oh, there's that. Yes. And that would happen to me and I'd be cranked on caffeine. And you're reading, and here's another one you're reading the news and it's fucked up and, you know, you're not feeling, I, you know, I'm not feeling good about bombings and other things that I'm seeing. Plus, I'm wired on caffeine. Plus, there's rejection. Dude, at that point, it's like, I want to know. How does that influence the decisions you're making at that moment as a salesperson? Right? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And you don't even have to be a salesperson. But at this point, that's, who, that's what I was. That's who I was. Right. And I know you resonate. Yeah. But
0: it's... Sometimes it'll cause you to snap when you know you wouldn't have snapped if everything else was going okay. Right you know, there. And, you, and then usually at that moment, whoops, that was the wrong time to do that. But that's the way it goes.
1: Yeah. Should I have blown out those pallets? Should I have taken them at five bucks less? Right. You know, yes. Whatever that is. So I wouldn't know it till years later. But you know, it was those moments... You know, the anxiety that gets everybody worked up. What kind of decisions is it forcing
0: us to make, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to the point, you know, I interrupted you, but you get to the point where you hired a mentor to help you out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 2018, here I am. I just, I hire someone to figure it out because I couldn't myself. Yeah. And so it was about one month. Okay. And this guy... The sub that he was an assistant coach. He goes, you know, look, you've you you do a lot of things right. You know a lot about food and whatnot, but you're making this one mistake. I'm like, really? Well, what the hell is
0: <laughs> right?
1: Enlightened me. Uh, and
0: he, Enlightened me. <laughs> yeah.
1: And he told me, and I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Well, let me fix it. So I fixed it. In one month, man, my body changed so much. So much. And You know, I still have those before and after pictures, right? Right. Yeah. Um, From three years prior, 2015 is when I really had a a, a picture of how I was versus 2018 when I was a month into this
0: program. Yeah. I think if I'm mistaken, I think it's a picture of you at a baseball game or something like that in the stands. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. That one. Yeah. There is. I mean, you're not out of shape there at all, you know, but there is a drastic difference between that and... Your current pictures,
1: exactly. So it, then it got real interesting because this is where, at about thirty days of working with this guy, I go, okay, I've got a lot of experience in being disciplined, working with food. Um, I had already become, you know, a trainer in CrossFit, and that was just on the side, right? So, yeah. I understand, I understand movement, and. Um, you know, and, and safe movement for people, exercise. And I go, I can do this. Like, I can do this. So I got four friends together. They're all from CrossFit. I says, hey guys, like, I want to do this. Will you guys go on a 60-day, you know, uh, weight loss journey with me? I'll do it for free. They're like, okay, yeah, let's do it. So I just, I'm still in this program as a student, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm using the knowledge that I had And, John, I went through the 60 days and I loved it. I loved coaching them. At about that time, close to the 60-day mark of coaching these people, um, I had gotten into another group that would teach you how to um, build a, a fitness business online. Yeah. So it was like this perfect divine timing. And the... My 60 day group ended. And not long after that, not even like a, a week or two, I had my first paying client. Wow. And it was off to the races, man. Like, you know, I stepped on the gas really hard. And I just started building it and building this, this company. And I had no idea where it was gonna go. I had no insight on that. Um I was still, you know, in agriculture. Right.
0: Well, it looks so like it's doing great. It, and
1: It is. It is. And so, you know, the next couple steps that happened were really important. And about five, six months in to, to running it, it was like, it, it became very apparent, very real. This, this could be a good avenue for me. Mm-hmm. I was enjoying it. I was kind of coming into my own. People were starting to come to me. And in June of 2019, I uh, I was called in for my one year review. Okay. And, you know, up until this point, like I've always had good reviews, right? Yeah. Okay, most of the time it was, hey, you know, this is what you're doing good, da-da-da. You could approve here. And and usually it's a nice, a nice bump. But I got in this review and it was just all negative. I was, I was floored, man. Yeah, floored. And at, at the very end, I asked them, "Do you guys have anything nice to say?" And they're like, oh, "Oh, oh, yeah, you know, you, you, you know, you're doing good at making the calls and da da da." Okay. So I went home that night. Mm-hmm. I was crushed. I was crushed, man. How could I not be? Right, that's a hard thing to go through. And I said, "Fuck this." That was it. So I said, "Dude, I I have I have got to get out, right? I got to get out of because I know it's sucking my soul, right? And so I stepped on the gas harder. I started waking up 4:30 in the morning so that you know I could get my day going, then go to work, right, and work all day and not touch my business, and then come home at night and do it again. Mm -hmm. I stepped on the gas really hard, and um, you know what? I I'm thankful." for that review that I had, because that was the exact redirection that I needed. It was the trigger. And I didn't even know it. I didn't know it at the time. And so I go, I am going to resign and I can't wait. And I would envision that moment in my mind over and over again of handing in my resignation letter. And about nine months later, uh, so I was originally going to resign on March 20, 2020. But something on March third told me, "Go now, bro, just go." Mm-hmm. I cleaned out my computer, and uh, on March sixth, <laughs> with my heart beating out of my chest, I can only imagine. My... I can only oh, imagine. Shit. There was, the, you know, <laughs> you know, it was interesting because the I was standing there with my letter, and my heart just beating so hard, man. And at that moment, like I was, I was paralyzed with fear, and and the only thing that was like pushed me over the edge was you owe this to yourself and this is your 40th birthday present. Okay. And I walked in there and I did it.
0: And uh, and it has to be really scary. That's, I mean, those produce sales jobs, those are good paying jobs. It's not like you're walking away from something menial. You, you That's a big step. It
1: was, man. It was. It wasn't small. By any right. means, I was so well... I was well taken care of, man. I had... Right. I had comfort. I did. Um, and, you know, one thing that's like important, if you guys remember the, the pandemic, is that, you know, things really got off to a start with quarantine and whatnot around like the 16th, 18th, or 20th of March, right? Had I have waited to do my original plan, I don't know what would have happened. But again, it's like divine timing, right? Yeah. Go early. I went. Um, You know, even on my last day at the office, which was somewhere around March 16th, I mean, as I walked out the door for the last time, I needed to puke. I can't imagine. Because I go, what did I just do, man? And I mean, there was some fear, but there was underlying peace. Like in the months to come, there was still some underlying peace. But anyways, there is... So now we're 15 months post, right? And it was the absolute right decision because there is something so special when you burn the boats and when you go all in on something that is yeah. your passion your dream dude it's just it's so special
0: and so, well and you and you were definitely hitting this at a good time because you know I've been reading about how many people are leaving their jobs since covid like it's I don't know if it's Woken them up to, man, this is not what I want to be doing, whatever it is, not just about produce, but it can be anything. Yeah. And they're transitioning into something that makes them happier. And I think it's for a lot of reasons, you know, one, we were forced, a lot of people were forced to stop working, work from home, and uh, and now it's now they're like, you know what, maybe the money's and it doesn't even have to be a lot of money, but people are definitely looking for that thing to fulfill them. It's not a, doesn't have to be fitness. It can be anything. But yeah, you're, you're hitting this at the perfect time and you're going to, you are going to, so many people are going to relate to you on what you're going through and you pulled it off and you did it. Thank you, man. Yeah. You. Appreciate that. <laughs> so yeah, let's get into the details of what you are doing now. Okay. You know, cool. fit for life, right? Is that the, that's the, the big thing? And tell me about that. Yeah, man. So um, you
1: know, now I am a, a women's fat loss coach. Okay. But it's so much deeper than that. Because, you know, as I went through my journey of remember being strict during the week and then yeah. only to, you know, just need cheat days and breaks on the weekends. Um, I never knew how much that would actually serve me to go through that. And so this program is just built on sustainability and doing sustainable weight loss not magic pills because we all know that you know that the magic pill it doesn't work it doesn't right? exist it can, doesn't exist it can you know it can work for you know for 30 days but i hear this over and over again you know people go right back they gain the weight right back mm-hmm. because you know they didn't address what needed to be addressed was well the first thing we do in my program is we go we start in the grocery store Right, and I take people through that journey of the nutrition because you know you can't outwork a bad diet. You cannot. Right? You cannot, especially at fifty. You know. <laughs> yeah. especially it gets, harder, 40. gets
0: harder. Gets yeah. harder and harder.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so uh, you know I take pictures and brands and go through nutrition facts and ingredients with people mm-hmm. so that they understand how to choose healthy foods. And but there's something really important, man. And it's that, you know, there's foods for fat loss that, you know, oh, low fat, low sugar, you know, all that shit.
0: All the sugar words, all the, yeah, clickbait, if you want to say in the store.
1: Yeah. And, you know, they get sugar alcohols and lots of chemicals in them. Mm -hmm. There's foods for fat loss. And then there's healthy foods for fat loss. I blend those worlds together for people. Because one thing that's still important for people is that they want to be healthy long-term. So. We start with those healthy foods, right? The healthy foods that are going to make you feel better, right? And when people start feeling better and they're making healthier decisions, well then, okay, yeah. At some point, the weight starts to go. When that happens, you have momentum. When you have momentum, that brings confidence. When you have confidence, that means everything.
0: Yeah, for me, like whenever I take breaks from being really strict or whatever, and I get back to it, For me, it's about the six-week mark. When I'm I'm paying attention to what I'm eating, I'm not talking about being strict, but when I'm starting to pay attention again, really rein it in, get my workout program going again, it's around the six-week mark. And it's different for different people. But like you said, once you start to feel it, once you start to see it, oh man, then it just, it makes going to the gym the next day that much easier. It makes cooking that healthy meal that much easier. It makes turning down that pizza a lot easier. It just, like you said, it that momentum builds and that motive motivation just kicks up on a whole new level, dude. It's
1: addicting. It is. It is. Yep. And you know another piece when you know when we're talking about you know pizza, uh, alcohol, and you know what about the treats in the break room? Because you know as, as people go back to to offices, and even if they don't, but you know especially in offices, being in produce. I mean, how many times would the box guy show up with donuts and no, no judgment for the box guy showing up with donuts? But you know how it goes. Someone brings cookies, they bring cupcakes, and it's so easy to walk by and take a half.
0: Yes. It's
1: so easy to walk back by and say, ah, I'm going to have the other half, right? And bring it to the desk. Yep. And here's the thing you don't have to avoid all these foods. You can have balance and live with them so that every day doesn't feel so damn restricted so that when you get to the weekends, you need a break. Right. So that's what I teach people is teach them balance. But That's what what this is all
0: about right here. Move my mess. The balance. Finding that balance. Yeah. And then you don't feel like you need the break. And it's not about chicken and rice.
1: Nobody eats just chicken and rice in my programs. In fact, it's rare that they eat it. You know, and there's another thing. It's like, you know, most diets, most modern diets that we see, and I'm not talking keto, I'm not talking intermittent fasting, but most like traditional diets are based off a very old model. Yeah. An old model that you can Google yourself, you can get it out, you can download it, you can find it. And it's this high protein, low fat diet. Guys, nobody follows that for more than you know 30 days. And if you do, what happens when you're done? Well, you go right back. And so honestly, my message is those diets are dead because I don't know about you, but the people I work with and even myself, we're not looking to compete. Right? Right. We, we still want to look good. Right? We want to lose some fat. want to feel comfortable in our own bodies and confident. Guess what? We can still do that without these old bodybuilder diets.
0: Now, are you are you finding success with balance right from the beginning? So somebody comes to you fresh uh you know standard goal of losing a few pounds getting toned are you finding success of starting with balance right off the bat do you work them in slow or do you start off more strict in the beginning and then work in balance what's what's your approach from the beginning with somebody
1: yeah good question man it's balance from the Mm get-go yeah you know that that would be a complete disservice to me and to them if we just did some, you know, strict protocol right in the beginning, yeah, that 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 doesn't work. Uh, and plus, it could be discouraging. You know, people do a juice cleanse and then they gain a bunch of weight back, right? Right. How discouraging would that be, right? Right. It's it's balanced from the get go, and then they learn it, right? And guess what? You can still have results. People are still dropping water rate water weight right away because that's the first thing to go. It's not like fat loss on day one or day two. No, the first things you go are going to be the water weight, but that's Mm -hmm. important. You know what that means? Uh, When you start losing water weight, that means your clothes fit a little bit better. That means you don't have to, you know, loosen up your belt after lunch type thing, you know? Right. And it's just so important. And that's what makes it sustainable long term.
0: Yeah. And then you're working into the, the, workout program immediately with it or is it nutrition first and then we work the workout program into it later or is it same simultaneous
1: yeah good question How do you man work into that? Oh. yeah so um it is right away but it I take a little bit different pace yeah i do something that's doable for people so that they right. can you know getting on track especially with nutrition is very important from the get go People also come to me at all different levels. Maybe they're coming off the couch mm-hmm. or I have people who are killing it on the Peloton and more power to them, that's fine. I have clients with Pelotons. I have some clients that go you know, to hit classes in the gym or wherever they go, mm-hmm. and that's fine. It depends on where they're coming from and starting. But again, it's you know, somebody who's coming off the couch and you know, hasn't done anything uh, you know how how well would it serve them to work out five days a week and make you know a lot of changes all at once? In my yeah. experience, it won't because we want to do something long term. I want them to still be doing this year round. Okay, right, and that that's that's where that's how I see sustainability. Um, that's how I've lived my life. So you know, post-2018 when I really figured it out. And here we are, you know, just about three years later, Mm -hmm. uh, my body stays so much the same. I just have balance and I do things consistently, right? I don't seek perfection. It's a big thing in my program. Consistency over perfection. And so that's how I live my life. Um, So true. the, The last thing is like, I, I embody how I live and I show that. So anybody who follows me like on my stories on Instagram, they're going to see that I'm living it right with them. Right? You can see my foods, my healthy foods. You can see the brands that I buy. I go mm-hmm. over all that stuff on my stories. And because it's important that the coach lives it right along with everybody else. And every once in a while, I show my body. But it's not from a place of a selfie, look at me. Right. It's to show you guys, look, hey, I'm living this along with you. Yeah,
0: because you know that it. it's... And I talk about it all the time in different podcasts and on my post. Consistency is key. It's That's yeah. going to be what helps you in the long run. Because anything that I even do, and I love to work out. Anything that I do that's super intense... I'm only going to do it for so long, and then I'm going to go back to a more mellow. Not mellow is not the right word. More sustainable type workout, but staying consistent is what is what works, no matter the program. Percent man. So how did you? You mentioned that you know you specialize in in women's weight loss. How did you get to that point where you know most of your clientele are women? What was, yeah.
1: Yeah, good question, man. So, at about, so in the very beginning, it was come on, come on, right? And I had both men and women. But about that five or six month mark, uh, I noticed that I was coaching 90% women. Those were the people who were coming to me. The ladies were working hard, they were receptive, they were open, they were having results. And I just communicated well with them. I mean, if I go back to high school, you know, uh, some of my best friends were women. Just the way it's been, and so it just was like, okay, you know what? Like, I know I can help these ladies. They, yeah. you know, can struggle with snacking at certain times. They're busy. They're doing so many things, right? They wear so many hats, and there's a lot of times that you know they don't take time for themselves to you know eat the healthy meal because they need something that's quick and fast, which I get, right? right? Or you know, they they may skip the workout because I mean. In the end, they're busy and I get it. And I just thought, okay, you know what? Like, I can really help them. And it is just, and that's how it's been ever since.
0: Yeah, that's great. Just, you know, it's kind of cool because you, you know, you didn't know where you're going to head with it. You knew what you wanted to do, but to end up at that point and just embrace it. And it's got to be, it's got to be pretty thrilling and uh, motivating. How many clients are you up to now?
1: Um, More or less. Yeah. Right now I'm at
0: twelve, I believe. Right now. In in your current in your current uh, program.
1: Like, as it stands right now. Yeah. Love and, that. Thanks, man. Um, you know, but I always ha- it's it's interesting. I always have like one guy um, in the stable, like right. all or state, you know, however you call it, right? <laughs> right. Within right. In the clients, like there's always one guy that I'll have, right? And it my my programs are are three months. So it'll you know it'll cycle and change, but I always have um, you know there will be a guy, and it's because he resonates right. He resonates with what I'm saying, and yeah. uh, and they end up reaching out and it's great. I mean because the principles for fat loss are the same, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's man or woman, totally. There are different struggles, you know, and there are you know some differences, but um, in the end, all the principles are the same.
0: So personally, for you, what's a day like for you nowadays? Not in Costa Rica. Well, maybe you could, you you know, to remind people that you are in Costa Rica right now. But before you left, yeah, what's it? Now you're out out of produce. You're focusing on your your fitness business. What's a day like? Okay. Yeah. Good question. And then I do want to hear what a day like is in Costa Rica after that.
1: Okay. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. For sure. Or maybe I'll weave it all in. There you go. Uh, but so, so the thing is this: that um, one thing is important for everybody to know is like you know, around 2017, I saw people um, working online while traveling and still able to, to produce an income. And and I read a book called The Four Hour Workweek in 2017, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, this is incredible. And that's by Tim Ferriss, very famous book. And so, uh, you know, it's not truly about working four hours, but it was the premise, the principle of it. So, anyways, um, yeah, right now, so my dream was to work online while serving my clients and traveling the world. Like, those were the three things that I really wanted to do. I knew that in 2018, okay, as soon as I really started this 60 day test group. And so, um, you know, and, and finally, like, I gave myself permission, um, you know, about maybe a little over a month ago. To come to Costa Rica and to travel a little bit, it was originally for vacation, uh-huh. and I loved it so much. After the first ten days, I said, "I'm staying five weeks longer." So, so all I need is my laptop, right? Yeah. And so um, I found this. I'm staying in a bungalow right now with just a gorgeous view of the jungle, and I can see the, you know, the ocean out there. Um, and. Man, my days, they have a lot of flow. This is going to sound funny and interesting, maybe for your listeners, because coming from a guy who, okay, you know, it's get up super early, go to the office, have my coffee, make the calls, like all the things. It was like busy, 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 right? Mm -hmm. And all damn day. Well, when we're busy, busy, busy all damn day, then we just run our batteries and run ourselves into the ground. So this has taken some time to get used to, but here's how my day goes. So when I get up in the morning, I do a very specific morning routine. Okay, and for all those salespeople out there, or even non-salespeople, um, man, if you're just like in the mornings, you got a lot of stress. And you know, we talked about, oh man, you know, I'm just gonna blow these pallets out or whatever. While I was still in produce, I started doing a morning routine that gave me so much more calm and just just had me so much more centered. Yeah. And that was dear to me because it made me look back and say, holy shit, I'm drinking all this coffee, I'm reading the news, and then I'm trying to sell this fruit, which is perishable, right? I always tell people who are non fruit people, it's like trying to sell fruit that's perishable, right? right. So we got to move, got to go. go. It's got to go. And so I would do a morning routine that would just center me more so that when I got in the pocket and I sat there and some guy, ah, we just rejected this shit. Oh or this is having problems, it's bruised, it's whatever, or we gotta move this load. It's like, okay, I could take my breath and still move from a place of like still some calmness, but yet I had the urgency, right? I never lost the urgency. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, I still gotta, but you can choose how you react. But when you're loaded on caffeine and, and you and you start your day looking at all the emails or the rejections and all the things. Guess what? You get triggered. Your nervous system never gets a break. Truly, what this comes down to is, is calming and controlling the nervous system and teaching it how to be calm. I didn't know that I was doing that, but I was. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's, I mean, that's still even a key part of my program, especially with my private clients, because that's important, man or woman. We're all de- we all deal with anxiety. Stress, worry, and so getting back to my day, um, you know, I started with a morning routine that's really powerful for me. That 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 gets me centered and yeah. starts like with calm and peace. But then I can move into things like, okay, you know, um, I'm I market myself online, so creating you know posts, creating content um, for people is is a big part of what I do. It's a part of what I love because within it i share the story right and lead and guide people and there's content about you know whether it's better foods whether it's your mindset around how to do this whole diet thing you know it's it's from one end of the spectrum but it's all things encompassing health right yeah so i spend a couple hours in the morning doing that also i make good healthy food for myself so i have a breakfast and guess what i'll enjoy it right um, that means I'm actually chewing my food while I'm you know, you know, even if I look at my phone as I'm looking at my phone and I you know, yeah, you know, I'm not inhaling my breakfast because digestion starts in the mouth, right? And so that's so important. Um, and then I would say, you know, a few hours passes, and then it's you know accountability and checking in with clients. Um, I also have client calls with, you know, Whether it's my privates or my group, and like a majority of all my clients are private clients, and so I have I have calls with them, and then um, you know in the afternoon there is time to just like do a little bit of relaxing, right, and have some flow in my day where I feel freedom, because I was never able to feel a lot of freedom, and I'm not talking about just. (laughs) How do I? It's weird, right? Because you know, in the office, you are always like go, 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 and it was hard for me to get out of that mindset. But you know, now it allows allows me flow in my day, if that makes sense. And I feel like
0: yeah, and flow in your mind also. Keep keep it keep it free. Keep it fluid. Dude,
1: and big that's difference. The ideas, so that's where the ideas come from, right? Yes. And So if you you know look at if you listen to guys like Tony Robbins, right? I think most people on this on this podcast will know who he is. Probably, you know, the number one motivational speaker of shit of art of our time, right? Huge, um, huge, man. Uh, when you know when you're able to get quiet and allow yourself space, guess what? You ask better questions. When you ask better questions, you get better answers. So you know, it's like okay, you're you're stressing about oh, what should we do in the business? How should we do this? And you're just and if you're going, going, going all day, how are you going to let those answers come? They may eventually
0: come. And but... for me, that's ex- that it comes from me in my endurance training: cycling, running, swimming. It's a and I do that without listening to anything on purpose. There you go. And talk about it just starts flowing. You know, just starts coming fast. Love that. Love that feeling.
1: So that's that's the beauty of it. Guess what? Other people get ideas in the shower. You've heard of that before, right? It's like, oh right. shit, I thought of that in the shower. You know why? You actually allowed yourself to get quiet. You didn't know it, but you can't take your phone in there, and right. so it's like, oh, I mean, you get ideas in the shower, and and I mean, literally, like my ideas have come from this quiet time, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like listening to what I really want to do and what I really want to build and the experience I want to build for my clients. Right? Like it's those things. It's such a different way than what I'm used to. But oh my gosh, it feels so much better. And it's not like this roaring stress all day long. Do I still have stress? Yes, I do. Right. Yes, I do, right? Right. Right. I walked away from a job and all the you, I mean you know what that implies mm-hmm. and so but it's it's just this man you just answers come and it all works out
0: now for you personally what kind of workout program works the best for you what what do you like what makes you jive physically
1: yeah so for me it's about 3 maybe 4 days a week of of um, like hit training, right? right? I love circuit training. I always will. Um, I do that, and my workouts are—they're not long, John. They're less than twenty minutes, and right. you know maybe I do a little accessory work. But I, even with the clients, you know, they're in forty minutes. You're done. You're done. Forty minutes or less, you're done. Um, I also incorporate—I incorporate a lot of walking. So, I mean, I know right now in the Valley, um, Central Valley in California, there's, you know, it's hot. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, you know, if someone, you know, if it's too unbearable in the early mornings or it's not possible, whatever it is, there's other ways, right? Gyms, I'm sure many gyms are, are opening up. You know, there's ways to get in cardio, but if I can, I go outside, I get a walk in uh, and it's a short walk. Could be, you know, 20 minutes, could be up to 40 minutes if I have the time. Um, but I'm I'm also mixing and walking throughout my day, get some yeah.
0: sunshine, right? Like it's it's important. What do they call that? Neat non-exercise activity. You know. Well, that's, that pretty, would... that's pretty key to keep the movement going yeah, inside man. your workout.
1: Yeah, you know, it move, is. Move around definitely...
0: the office, whatever.
1: Yeah, that that's important, and more so too. It's like you know when you you know. When someone uses weights in their program, it's really important because you know that you're even burning some calories at rest, right?
0: Right. And right. that's
1: important. But yeah, the neat, even like moving around the office, um, just just getting some movement in and not staying so stationary and you know just sitting down all day
0: is important. How long ago did you stop counting calories? Um, I, I have a feeling you don't count them. Ah no, I don't now. And I bet you there was a day you did. Oh oh hell, yeah, I
1: had to learn. right? I had to learn it all. So the last time that I truly counted calories to um, like man- I say manipulate my body, but like produce a result in my body was at the very end of that program mm-hmm. that I originally did, which it finished in around November of 2018. That was the last time I seriously tracked calories for good. And,
0: and tell me if I'm wrong, but you know that, that's what comes with the consistency. That's what comes with doing it for a long time. You learn your body. You learn what you... You just know what you're eating after a while. And that's such a huge benefit of sticking with your personal growth program for a long time. Because I don't count. I do every once in a while just to keep my... All right, let me, let me see what I'm doing here. I don't do it to try to lose weight, but I just want to see if I'm still calculating in my head more or less. If I'm, you know, because I don't count calories and I don't get on the scale that often either. Uh, Just, but that comes with doing it for so long. I could put on my pants and I could tell you where I'm at. You would, you know.
1: Yeah, 100%, man.
0: And I'm assuming this is. A huge part of your program to get people to that point where, man, just 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 flow, just let me teach you some balance, something that's sustainable and not you know if you're counting calories every day, that's not sustainable. For some people, it is. I mean, there are some hardcore people that can do that and stay with it, but at some point, if you want to make it a lifestyle, which is your program, you have to do it naturally. You just have to. You just have to let everything be flowing from the head to the body to the stomach, and once you achieve that, then it's the the possibilities are endless, right? Hundred
1: percent, man. Calories were not meant to be tracked forever, and nor would I recommend it. And uh, because at some point you want to have that flow to where you you know you've learned the healthy foods, you know how much food you need to make... Because you will have gotten to the point where you can just maintain the body that you enjoy. A body you're comfortable in. A body you're confident in. And once you right. get to that point, it's like you have that freedom and flow. But to get there, yeah, you're going to have to learn food. You're going to have to learn it. And it sounds kind of silly, but it's not silly because not... It, it really isn't. This isn't the, the um, food pyramid. I, I'm serious. This, this isn't the right. food pyramid. It's, it's truly learning food. It's learning about ingredients. You don't need to know them all. You need to you need to understand, or I I really believe people need to understand um, what oils to avoid, um, what preservatives to avoid. Like, be very aware of how much sodium they're taking in, because all these things are going to affect how you feel, mm-hmm. and that's important. And guess what? If we don't feel good, then who's going to really want to continue to make the change? If you continually feel bad. Right. And, and those aren't the only things, but they're very important. They're important for longevity. Right. And so it's, my thing is when people can truly learn food and it doesn't, it, it, it's not super time consuming. You know, I get it. People have a lot on their plate. That's fine. Guess what? I work with people who are very busy. And the, and they also tell themselves before we start like, oh, I may be too busy to do this. Oh my gosh, I've got to cook all the time. I've got to meal prep. No, you don't. No, you don't. I don't expect people to spend hours in the kitchen meal prepping because it doesn't require that.
0: And I've tried that. I'm not the type of person that can do it. Do it one or two weeks and then, all right, done with that. It's like asking somebody to go work out for two hours. Right? Yeah. You can do it, can do it for a little while. And guess what? It's not going to work long term.
1: Not going to work long term, exactly. And so it's things that you can do long term. I have quick and easy recipes, and, and even like snack items that are that are easy for people, mm-hmm. so they can grab them on the run instead of pulling through the drive through every time. Right. 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 And it's you know also it's like it's not about avoiding fast food. It's not about avoiding um, sugar. It's not about avoiding carbs or alcohol. No, it's it's about learning balance. Mm-hmm. And you know there, I have simple rules in the program that are about you know, okay, this is how you order out like here's just a like literally two rules um you know use these rules and and order what you like, right, um whether that's at a restaurant because we know about the dinners, right, customer dinners or oh my whatever gosh. It is. yes yeah, and um and then also it's like you know now Fourth of July is coming up before we know it, Labor Day will be here. And then it's gonna be the cycle of holidays and parties. And it's like, you know, I don't expect people to stand over the veggie plate because I wasn't that kind of guy. And so when when you know, I that's why I teach in the program, so that it just gives you freedom. You're like, oh shit, you know, I don't have to just eat before and just stand there. And you know, someone's gonna ask me, well, why aren't you eating? Are you on a diet? Like that's the worst thing. So (laughs) yeah. It's about having freedom.
0: Yeah, so much. So How do people get a hold of you? How do they find you? You Yeah, Tyson Tyson Dirksen at uh, on Instagram, right?
1: Exactly, man. The best place is on Instagram. That is where I am most active. So it's at Tyson Dirksen, and uh, I'm sure you'll probably add that in the show notes. Right? How the name? For sure. And um, and then also, you know, so I am on Facebook. I have a business page on Facebook but I am the most active on
0: Instagram. Right, yeah, yeah, I will put all that on the notes. It's been great talking to you, but before we go, what's your workout gonna be tomorrow?
1: Yeah, so to, how about tonight? Because I'm tonight. gonna go work out tonight.
0: All right, well, yeah, what's your next workout? Okay. What's it gonna be? Going so
1: tonight, I always try to squat once a week, and so I'm gonna squat tonight, okay? and I'll do some squats. And then I'm gonna do about a 12 to 15 minute like circuit train uh-huh. um, that I, like I make it up on the fly. Um, you know, from the years of, of CrossFit training and whatnot, I just, I make something up that I know that'll be, you know, get my heart rate up, be good for my health and, uh, and get my workout in. You
0: can't squat today, it's Monday. <laughs> International Chest Day, you know that? Is it really? Oh my <laughs> God, I forgot about those rules. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that was my workout today, just by just by chance. It just happened to be, you know, I did a pull day the other day and today was push day. And yeah. I did laugh at myself as I got on the bench press. I'm like, "Oh, here I am. <laughs> but Tyson, super great talking to you. Wish you the best success. So jealous of where you're sitting right now. I know that view you got, and uh, look forward to talking again. Thank you, man. Appreciate this,
1: John. Uh, Love, love, love talking about these things. Hopefully, hoping that uh, it inspires others. So, thank you.
0: You have a good one.
1: Too.